Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 12 of the Super Weapon Podcast, man, the most overpowered podcast on the internet. I got my boy DC with me as usual. What's, What's going up, on? man? I'm, I'm I'm bringing the hype, baby, bringing it in. As always, man. How you, how you been, man? It's been a busy week, man. I haven't really talked to you much this week, man. What's been going on with you? Hey, man, we've been out here. Look, I think all of us, I think everybody just been... Trying to get it in where they fit in, man. I had a um, two little freelance uh, projects that I – I don't want to say I breezed through, but I had to take a little – if anybody follows me on Twitter or IG, they know that I had to step away from the games for a minute, man. Like, man, I had you to, and me both, bro. I haven't played a game until Friday. I, I mean, what? Yesterday, I mean. Last night, like yeah. So far. Yeah, I haven't played – and I was – fiending to play Streets of Rage like but Ooh, I was just yeah. like you know I gotta I gotta knock out this work cause I need this money thank you Tina so, thank you I like uh, thank you for the compliment what's up Darkstar yeah. hey what's going on to, uh, yeah Dad? speaking of Streets of Rage you know yeah. me and Mr. Darkstar we took a trip down nostalgic lane yeah it's awesome man Basically. for those of you listening to the audio version we have a live show going on right now we regularly interact with our chat man um we got a couple of nice nice people here today um thanks dark star uh did you change yeah it's changed um yeah. oh he's uh, my directory yeah sorry about that we are professionals i'm a, I'm a professional guys i'm a professional okay now that's fixed all right man let's all right enough of this horsing around man let's get into this show man we got quite a bit to talk about today, man. Um, once again, it's been another, in my opinion, a very busy news week for the game industry, man. They continued. I mean, this is one thing I really love about the game industry, right? You know, there's always things going on. You know, there's always ways to maneuver and for companies to adapt to get, you know, games and information to people, keep people excited, you know? Um, and I wanted to talk about, I guess, the first thing I wanted to talk about was the biggest reveal of the week, in my opinion, which was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, the much-rumored next-gen Assassin's Creed was revealed, I think, in a very cool way. Um, I believe it was Thursday of this week. Um, but there was a guy, there's a guy, I don't know if you guys know him on Twitter, his name's Boss Logic. Um... <laughs> He's a yeah, very talented artist. Um, he, you know, a lot of people, he has a lot of followers. A lot of people know him. He's super cool. Um, he did a live stream. I believe it was around eight hours of live stream. Uh, digitally painting uh, or what what's the, basically looks like a poster um, for Assassin's Creed, which I thought was really fucking cool, personally. Wasn't it officially <laughs> a poster? Um, I they, believe, I they... I'm, I'm guessing it's what they're going to use for the marketing materials. Um it would be a shame if they did it, honestly, because it was a he did a phenomenal job, man. Shout out to Boss Logic. Um, check I'm him out on Twitter, guys. Uh, if you, if you've Ubisoft never checked him out, it. yeah, you know he worked. He he partnered with Ubisoft um, to do that because um, it was on their uh, official Twitch channel and everything. Um, but yeah, I thought, like I said, I thought this was a really cool way to uh, surprise people with a new game. I mean, like I said, it's been rumored for. Uh, probably about a year now that the next Assassin's Creed was going to be a Vikings game. Um, we didn't get one last year. They they so they skipped a year. You know, typically Assassin's Creed. Which I Creed, think was smart. 
Yeah, I do too. Um, you know, typically Assassin's Creed games have been coming out a cadence of every one every year. Um, but the last one that came out was Odyssey in 2018, which I am currently playing, and I believe it might be my favorite one so far. Um, it was a very, very tough, so, tough debate. Let me jump in here and ask you real quick. Yeah, let sure. Me, let me excuse me, good sir. Let no, me, yeah, so, yeah. do you think? that they should continue the <laughs> every other year cycle do you think that's a beneficial thing you know um in the long run it's funny that you mentioned that um because i was thinking that they should um because i i mean I to my knowledge think they should yeah i think so man i mean because to my knowledge i believe there's two separate teams working on assassin's Creed game like the the team that worked on odyssey is different from the team that worked on origins um as a matter of fact, the team that worked on this particular game that's coming out was the team that worked on Origins. Um, it's the same creative director and everything. So they were the first ones to really start introducing a lot of these heavy RPG elements into Assassin's Creed. Um, and I mean, honestly, man, I've been a, I've been a fan of this series since the very first one. Um, and the one thing I always love about Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft as a company in general, like we kind of talked about last uh, episode, was just their, their willingness to let the developers and artists try things, you know, let them explore their creativity um, and basically giving them all the tools to succeed um, because everything I've pretty much read about this game sounds, I mean, come on, guys. You know, Vikings have been, in the last couple of years, uh, in pop culture, not just in games, but, you know, like you have the Vikings TV show, you Viking got The Beers. Last Kingdom on Netflix. Um, there's something else I'm forgetting as well. Over the last recent years, that's been kind of popular. It's another with Viking show. I can't remember the name. Um, Is it The Last Kingdom? That's that's one on Netflix. That's the exclusive one. On no, Netflix. no, 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 no. I think it's on. I want to say HBO. You talking about Vikings? That's the one that's that like it? HBO, Amazon. Yeah. That I keep meaning to watch. Same here. I haven't yeah. watched any of them either, but I've heard good things about both shows. But um, I think this was a really cool, like I said, a really cool way for them to. You know, and I, honestly, I, I kind of hope companies take note of this and find, you know, more creative ways of releasing uh, news and stuff. Um, you know, because I, I think the right only now, other company that's done something similar to this recently was, um, what's the name of the company Hideo Kojima is running now? Kojima Productions, uh, when they did the Death yeah. Stranding trailer and had all the hands on the screen. And, like, the more people that tuned into the stream like the more it revealed of the trailer and stuff, which I thought was cool. Um, more interactive mm -hmm. type of reveals. Man, look, the way that we're living right now is going to produce a lot of creative solutions to a lot of different... Um, I agree. A lot of different um, things. Like and we're kind of going to get into that with another topic later on. Um, but I 100% I agree with you. Um, you yeah. know, especially nowadays where we can't, you know, where the general games media and consumer can't go to shows, can't go, you know, try these right. games, get a, get a, a look at them, you know, firsthand. Um, things will be important for companies to keep doing stuff like this, man. Um, and, you know, just a little bit about the game. Um, I thought this was uh, ridiculous. Uh, you know, they, they said that they had 15 different studios work on this game which that's insane which i i don't know if you guys are any way familiar with game development but for 15 different studios to work on one singular project is a massive undertaking i mean you're talking 
literally hundreds of people have probably worked on this game at some now, point. Now, with in the last that three being years. said, on the back end, um, this game pretty much has to do well. I think it will, man. Um, the last two, the last two games were incredibly well received. Um, I played Origins earlier this year, and I'm, like I said, I'm playing Odyssey now, and I'm having a blast playing through them. People seem to really like them, um, and when the game, when the news dropped for this game, like people were all over it. It was trending on Twitter for a while. Um, a lot of people seem, you know, legitimately excited. Because um, I mean, for those of you who, I guess, if you guys aren't really familiar with Assassin's Creed, over the years they've really changed a lot of the gameplay elements that they kind of shifted away a little bit from the the stealthy yeah you know sneaking what I to ask you, how did it change because i know for a fact that assassin's creed was like a well-received game and mm -hmm. then it kind of hit a slump and it seemed i think like i think honestly um you know and there's a lot of very passionate opinions about this particular uh subject um but mm -hmm. personally me i mean i've played pretty much most of the mainline games, um, with the exception, I think, maybe one. I didn't, as a matter of fact, it was the one where you're in London. I didn't finish it. I played, like, the first level, and I didn't finish it. Um, was that Syndicate? Yeah, Syndicate. Thank you. Yeah, it was uh, Assassin's yeah. Creed Syndicate. Um, and, I mean, for me, that game... Was that the one where you could team up with? Like, yeah, when you it was the it was the two it was the two characters it was the brother and the sister, um, two main okay. characters that you Unity switched was between. The one where you play with your friends. Yeah, Unity had the big multiplayer focus. Um, but I don't know, man. Like I think over the years, um, back when around the time when Assassin's Creed Three released, they kind of just like you were saying. I mean, you saw it yourself, and you don't. I mean, you don't play the games that often, but um, you saw there was kind of like this slump in the games like you know they were releasing these every year they didn't have a lot of time to iterate on gameplay and stuff like that um so i think a lot of a lot of those games started to kind of feel the same over time um and you know every like i said when they really shifted away from things was origins when that released that was the one when you're in uh egypt um and that one like really brought in those heavy rpg mechanics and that different combat you know that kind of you know people kind of compared it to dark souls not in the difficulty but just like the flow of combat how you kind of have to counter moves and watch your opponent and stuff you know um <clears throat> excuse me but i personally um am very 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 excited for this game especially after everything i've read about it um this um, might be the one that bring me back man well i can't say bring back because i mean i'm being real honest mm -hmm. I feel like I missed the Assassin's Creed boat. I have 10 of them on my hard drive right now. <laughs> and I got, I'm a little bit everywhere on each one. One that I really dug into mm -hmm. that I got the furthest on was um, Black Flag. And from what I played, like, I enjoyed it. You know, you know what's funny is, um, and I don't mean to cut you off, um, I think you... Well, if you if you liked Black Flag, then I think you'll like this one because the guy who, you know, essentially, like I told you, like they switch out, you know, every title, they'll switch out which games they're working on. Um, right. And the creative director for Black Flag is the one heading up this game. Um, and he was the one that, you know, Black Flag really ushered in a lot of those changes with, uh, you know, sailing your ships and the boats and stuff. Um and this game looks like it's going to take those things even further with the addition of they said that your choices are going to matter more. Um, there's political alliances you have to to forge because, you know, where this game takes place in in time, 
England was still like separate kingdoms um, when the Vikings started the first invade. Um, and, and you know, that's the thing that, that cool. really brings me to Assassin's Creed games. It's like it's the, the history, history, the stories yeah, that they tell, yeah. the time periods. You know, I, I really think that's really cool. I love history. So like, I've always loved history. It's always been one of my favorite subjects. So is um, it making you a part of history? Interactive Um, in, in In what way? Like, are you... Yeah, you, you, you've been... In certain in past games, you've had moments where you've run across historical figures, um, uh, been at okay. very like for instance, uh, in Assassin's Creed Two, you know that's the Italian Renaissance, so you end up teaming up with Da Vinci, um, in that game, and in Assassin's Creed Three, you're part of like a lot of the American Civil War battles, like a lot of those famous battles, um, so they kind of they kind of place you in very, um, particular moments in time because they're trying to tell this story like. All the assassins and um, the Templars were basically behind all these imp- important events in history, you know, shaping history. So, um, but this game, yeah, like so I said, man, this game looks really awesome. A lot of cool, like, gameplay stuff I was reading. Uh, I think one of the things I was most excited about was the the fact that you get your own settlement. Um, because, you know, when Vikings initially invaded England, you know, they wanted to settle land. Um, so... Um, you're gonna have your own settlement to take care of, your own people to take care of, which I thought was really cool. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just really excited for it. It has a holiday 2020. I hope they date. dig into that, cause because I don't want to say. Okay, well I'm gonna throw it out here, cause I I know for sure that was kind of like an element that they tried to put into, uh, Red Dead. Yeah. Where you and your posse was kind of like moving about and yeah, they, and you kind of think honestly, of it like that. Actually, that's really a very good dug, comparison. Um, yeah, I don't think they really dug deep into that, so I'm hoping that this, with this Assassin's Creed, they kind of yeah. I mean, from the from the sounds of it, it's gonna be important. It's gonna be integrated into the actual story of the game. Um, mm. and you know, one thing that's gonna really kill me because I know what's gonna happen. It happens in every single game where you have a settlement. It always gets burned to the to the ground every time. You're gonna work hard just to have it completely destroyed like halfway through the game. Well, that'll make for <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's gonna make for some great gameplay. And I also want to throw this in. Um, I'm not too familiar with the Assassin's Creed um, mm-hmm. series, meaning that I haven't played too many of them. Right. I'm a, I mean, I'm aware of. The game, obviously, because it's a big series. Right, right, right. But I just want to highlight something. Um, if you are a lover of Assassin's Creed, man, get the Chronicles too, man. I like the Chronicles. I played through the Chronicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, there's India, there's a ton of games. I think it's Assassin's China Creed Two is free on. Uh, it's a side scroller too. It's pretty yeah. interesting. There's a lot of like ones that came out like on some other systems and stuff that, like Vita, you know, DS and stuff like that, which um, yeah. didn't. I don't want to say they weren't received as well. It's just I guess they weren't played as much as the mainline series, you know. Um, but yeah, man, it's cool stuff. They haven't given us a day and date. They just say holiday twenty twenty. I can almost say with certainty that this game is gonna launch day one with the PS five and Xbox Series X. Um, it would shock me if it didn't, honestly, because Ubisoft is usually there at the beginning of this of the uh, generation. Whenever there's new consoles, they're usually one of the companies that they'll you know hit you with a few good games, you know. Um, and I think that's actually a perfect segue into our second topic. Um, Microsoft, just like we were talking about last week, all the rumors have been confirmed because they have a inside Xbox show next week. 
next Thursday, May the seventh. And I did. Up. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Let me mm-hmm. let me talk. Let me talk to Microsoft for a minute, man. <laughs> I didn't get no invite, and I feel kind of tight about. Are you that, sure you want to get an invite with everything going on right now? Look, man, for this gaming <laughs> culture, man, I'm here for y'all. Man. You're willing to risk it I'm all, man, for, for the man. For the I pod. got my mask. I'm ready, man. All for the pod. I right hear you, bro. Going. <laughs> I, I might drive, you know. I might not fly. I might just spray yeah, my car sure. down in Lysol and just drive. I mean, it might actually be cheaper to fly, to be honest with you. Nowadays, flights are like ten bucks, <laughs> depending well, on where you fly. You're yeah. shaking the dice on that one, like hey, yeah. ten bucks. But will you get there? As as with everything, you are in, in today's world. Yeah. But. So so what Microsoft talking about, man? Cause yeah. I, I so they announced them, on Twitter, um, and through a couple of media outlets that they have plans for a for their for all of their and they they were very specific with their wording and i'm gonna tell you what i mean in a minute um they were very specific in saying that they're going to show off gameplay for their global with all of their global partners um this does not include their first party studios um you know all the studios that they purchased over the last couple of years plus the ones that they already had under their umbrella um and i have a few reasons for thinking why they're doing this um so you know, when they when Ubisoft announced Origins, they also said that um, because the trailer they released was just a story trailer, we're gonna get gameplay next week on the Xbox show. Um, and Microsoft has partnered with Ubisoft to to market this game, so there's gonna be like gameplay of Valhalla shown next week. Um, the only thing we have is a story trailer and like screenshots right now. Um, but they're gonna be oh, revealing so gameplay next show week. Show gameplay for Assassin's Creed next week. Yes. They have confirmed that to be true. Um, and I honestly, um, I'm actually very curious why they decided to completely separate their first party studio games from the third party. Um, and I have a couple of reasons thinking why they did this. Um, I think that Microsoft feels so confident at this point in whatever their first party studios are doing. Um, and there's a lot of studios. They have 15. Damn it, yes. You know, they have Sorry. 15 studios Thanks. under their umbrella. And word on the street is they have a lot to show. Um, so um, Aaron Green, as a matter of fact, Aaron Greenberg, the uh, GM of marketing for Xbox, came out and said that they're planning something for specifically for Xbox uh, studios. So we might get a completely separate show maybe a few weeks from now. Who knows, right? Um, hey man, look. but I think this is this is a two two pronged attack, right? Because every generation you have companies will usually sometimes companies will choose who they want to market their game with. Um, you know, the whole PlayStation best place to play thing was uh, really big for this generation. You know, they had a lot of partners. Um, you know, they partnered with Activision for Call of Duty and a few other studios for a lot of third party high profile games. Um, and I think I think Microsoft reached into that that pocketbook, man, and you know threw a couple of checks around to get a couple of companies to show their game uh, next week. Um, and I think it's good, you know. I think it's good that they're being so aggressive. Honestly, man, um, now they have the time once again. You know, they're being very open and very forward with what they want to show and what they want to tell people. Um, I'm very excited for this event. Transparency, hey. transparency. You know, I'm very excited for this game. Uh, I mean, not for the game, but for the event. Um, I think we're going to see more cyberpunk gameplay next week. I'm really hoping for that one because, I mean, we just got that announcement for that uh, cyberpunk Xbox One X. 
Um, and I believe they're in a marketing deal with Sony, with uh, not with Sony, with Microsoft as well. Um, <laughs> is there anything you're particularly looking forward to seeing? Something that we, like, would you hope to see from any third parties? Like any games? Um, third party, as far as third party goes, um, what would I like to see? That is a very good question. Um, yeah, because there's there's tons of rumors flying out there. Uh, there we you know there's people saying we might get to see Battlefield Six next year or this next week, excuse me. You know, I, um, I hate to really go with the obvious, but only because I'm I'm just really a big fan of the ah, say, what, series. What gets you hyped, man? Yeah, what, I, what? I'm just really, really, really. I just I need Halo to really kind of blow my mind, to be honest, because being a fan of the series and that that game is what really kind of that's what's really doing it for you. You want to see more, and honestly, I think that's going to get a big slice. I want to see of whatever their first party actually. show is going to be. Yeah, I need to. I need to. I just need to see what they're going to do because four and five was really a dud for me. Yeah. And I know that what was it? The wasn't that uh, what was the studio? The studio that took over. Oh, three forty three. Three four, yeah, three four three. And it's nothing against them. I mean, I kind of want them to win because I like the series so much. So yeah, honestly, I really, man, I think they're gonna find their stride. Um, it's you know, and this is and this is what um. This this kind of like you know I I understand why they wanted to keep they wanted to try to keep the continuity with Halo the same right because you know we've talked about this time and time again with you know the older Halo games versus the newer ones right um and, right. and genuinely people don't really like four and five I think the multiplayer of four is actually better than five in my opinion um I think I totally agree with you that. know one thing I really hope that three forty three is done with this. A new essentially relaunched brand of Halo is they took it and they made it their own. You know, the magic of Halo one, two, and three—you're never gonna have that again. We just need to accept it and That's move on. That's just etched in time. Yeah, it's 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 never gonna come back. I honestly don't want it to, because I don't know about you guys, but I want you guys to try to go back and play the first Halo games without sprinting around. I want you to do that and tell me if you think it's still fun. Um, you know, I just, I really hope they take it and they, they do something completely outside the box with the game. Um, I really hope we get a big reveal of it, whatever their first party studio show is going to look like um, whenever we get mm -hmm. it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we get it before June or sometime in June around when E3 was supposed to happen. Um, it's a lot of companies, that, a lot of studios are starting to kind of peel back the curtain a little bit. Um, one studio I really hope we see, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I don't think it's going to happen is uh WB games. Um, the, what they're working on right now, nobody knows it's rumors. It's been rumors about Superman game, a justice league game. Um, oh God, and, a Superman game. <laughs> you know, I actually oh. think I would have fun playing that if they did it right. I you mean, know, you know, I they, they like did a really good job with Batman. The Batman Arkham series was, is I agree with you that. know it was really I think good that could be a very good game mm. wb games is super so. underrated in my opinion man they they make some phenomenal products um and it's been what geez man like four or five years since batman arkham city it's been a while so hopefully Which we see something from them man like even way. if it's just a tease just give me 
give me something, man. You know, like don't don't leave us hanging. We out here in these streets, we are starving. We right? starving for information, man. I want all of the information. Um, but yeah, I think you know those are my probably my two biggest studios. I want to see something from is uh, CD Projekt Red and WB Games. Um, I hope we get to see the Harry Potter game that's been rumored forever and a day. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm a big Harry Potter fan. Get over it. Um, I have been since I was a kid. Read all the books a couple of times. Don't attack so. me, bro. Yeah, don't attack me. <laughs> I don't know anything about Harry Potter. Um, so I'm, that's your lane. I'm gonna let yeah, you man. Know I really if we get the I. I'm gonna lose it if we get a Harry Potter game, like an open world Harry Potter game. Like, just imagine that, like how cool that would be—a game where you're a magician and it's open world. You can do whatever you want. Like, that's cool. Um, but if done right, yeah. See, like um, games like that, a lot of if done right can bring right. a casual game player such as myself. You can bring people into your world. Like, say, if I play the Harry Potter game, then I'm like, oh, yo, this this shit is cool. Right. So, what the hell is Harry Potter about? So then you kind of backlog it. Like, damn, maybe I want to read the books now. Maybe I want to watch the movies. Right. Like, that's how you get people. You know. I mean, and and it's it's pretty much been all but confirmed at this point. There is some sort of Harry Potter game. There were some screenshots that got leaked uh, sometime last year. Um, that have been scrubbed from the internet, and usually when companies do stuff like that, it's something they didn't want you to see. That's all I'm saying. Um, so hopefully we'll get to see something from them. Man. I hope we get some surprises, some stuff we've never even heard about. That it always typically happens during E3. There's always like, oh, and one more thing, and then they roll the roll the tape, you know, and then the crowd goes wild. Right. So, um, you know, very excited for the inside Xbox next week. Um, hopefully Microsoft keeps continuing to deliver with all the news and and the games that they have promised us and been promising us for what feels like an eternity at this point um but i'm excited either way man um yeah so with that being said um you know i'm really starting to wonder um playstation um come on guys we need that's something. a that's a very nice segue, man. Um, Come on, guys, we need something. There, you know, the there was actually one thing I heard that uh, they're planning something for June. Um, which June? I, yeah, I, I, there's the word on the street is they have something uh, involving PS5 or PlayStation Five games uh, in June, some sort of reveal or something, which I hope to be true. Because um, I just want to see what All it looks right. like. Just show me what the box looks like. Show me what the fucking thing looks like. I just want to see it. Show me what the stop, box Stop teasing me like. with the controller and a power cord. What, you know, like, just show me what the, ex, what, what the damn the thing looks like. The next big PlayStation looks like. to be man. the power cord. Right. <laughs> 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 right. They just, and here's the power brick for the PS5. But, no, nah, seriously. Um, I hope I hope it to be true, man. Um, you know, they've been super quiet on the on pretty much all fronts. Anything involved in the PlayStation Five? Um, a lot of people are speculating it's because they're releasing Last of Us Two and Ghost of Tsushima uh, during the summer, and maybe after that they're gonna focus on their marketing for Ooh. PlayStation Five. But then you gotta wonder, right? Because uh, Last of Us Two got a new release date of June nineteenth, and Ghost got pushed all the way out to July seventeenth. Um, so I wonder why you know, they did that, right? You know, because if if they want to wait until after these games are out. You know, in my mind, it's already going to be too late by August to try to start talking about PlayStation Five, unless you guys got some fire in the cannon uh, to to get people excited. Do you have fire in the cannon? I mean, I'm sure I'm they worried. do. Honestly, they're I'm you know they're first party you. studios. I mean, over the last couple of years, I mean, come on, they they 
they've sold some of the biggest games in the industry over the last few years. So I don't doubt that they have it. It's just a matter of when they plan to show it. You know, I think it would be a mistake to wait until July or August. Um, honestly, I think it's a mistake to wait past June to do or show anything. So hopefully we see something from them, man. Um, and speaking of Naughty Dog. <laughs> oh, Lord, yes. Speaking of Naughty Let's Dog. Let's get into it. Hey, Leak Culture, how you so, doing? So, as you guys know, we, you know, reported last week that uh, no spoilers, Last of Us 2, yeah, and you... First of all, we're not going to spoil we're anything. Safe. Talk about you're stories. Safe. We're not going to get into any details because I haven't read anything. Um, but yeah, Last of Us Two. I came across it by mistake, but we're safe here. We're not. <laughs> you're, I'm not you're, say this anything. is your safe haven. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the we're game they have reportedly identified the leakers, um, and it is not who people thought it was. Um, you know, there were there was word going around that it was a disgruntled Naughty Dog employee. Um, but Sony came out with an official statement to GameIndustry.biz yesterday, um, confirming that that is untrue and that the person, that the individuals, so you know, it's probably multiple people involved in this in some sort of way that they are not affiliated with Sony or Naughty Dog. So, I mean, if that's true, right? How sure, I'm, I'm really curious it, how they got their hands on whatever version of the game they had. Or whatever screenshots or cutscenes, you know. Like I'm really curious how they got their hands on it, but but they had to get it from somebody. They had, you like, know, yeah. Right? That's the thing. It like I don't, I don't know, man. It it just sounds a little fishy to me on that end. Computers, like it's just so much I want to know because that's scary for. I mean, I know people in the industry are probably like, "Yo, what the hell?" Because that's a scary thing. Yeah, like, say, I mean, it's something if that Assassin's that... Creed is leaked, like it's, it's something that can constantly yeah. happen. Especially now, you know, now that a lot of uh, developers and stuff are working from home. That's what I was about to um, say. So it's there's probably like a lot less secure. Actually. Yeah, maybe they maybe they ripped it off someone's computer. Who knows, man? Like, I don't honestly, I don't think we're ever gonna find out who these who these guys are unless this gets leaked. Um, that would be hilarious, but. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Don't leak shit, please. Don't be that person. Don't well, ruin somebody's day. Don't be a, what I like to call garbage human. A, don't be that person, man. I would like to say we're in this. It's a leak culture. It's like people can't wait to talk no. about stuff. No, they can't. It's like, man, you can't hold water for nothing. Like people, I've had people even on Twitter, and like I said. I've accidentally come across it because yeah. it was like people talking about it on my timeline and it was cool because people were spreading like information about keywords that you can block on your I, yeah Twitter I did profile. that on Twitter I muted a lot yeah, of people stuff were retweeting that, that pretty much everywhere. so people can avoid spoilers but unfortunately I already saw it but the thing is I didn't know what it was yeah. like I saw it because once again, being a casual gamer, like I've watched other people play the game, but I haven't played the game myself. Right. So I wasn't too familiar with what I was reading. All I saw was like, you know, script something, something. And I was like, oh, well, this looked cool. And my stupid self, I go <laughs> oh, and no. look at it. What's this? And then when I realized what it was, yeah, I was like, oh, no. Holy and cow, I was like, bro. And I was, that doesn't stop me from like still want to play the game. Once oh, again, for sure. Yeah. Play. Because yeah. I heard nothing but great things about the first one. Like, my cousin is a hardcore, like, he rides for that game. 
And he, he, I, I think awesome, he beat man. it like, like eight times. It's like, definitely probably one of the best games I've ever played in terms of story and stuff. Yeah, I think so. But I think as in the gaming culture, that's something that we have to work on because you got to think at the end of the day, man, these people spend years working yeah, on you, these you know, like years of, the, of their life years. working on this stuff and someone had to be a garbage human and leak it, man. Don't be that person, guys. You, like, don't be a trash ass, you bro. Know, like. It's, it sucks. That's it's, someone's livelihood because they have to make, they have to recop that yeah. money. And like now, you know, I've, stuff since like that I've is already gonna, saw it. You know, I, I think like, it might affect interested. the sales, honestly. Um, maybe yeah, a little bit. A lot of people are saying they're not interested in the game anymore. And yeah. that's sad. That's mm-hmm. unfortunate. And, you know, at the end of the day, being a person who uh, dabbles in freelance and, I understand where right. some of these people who work at these companies come from. It's like you have one bad game and your studio might be done. Your like studio, Naughty Dog God, might yeah. be done. It's a very they realistic thing they nowadays, take a, man. A really bad hit. Next thing you know, they're doing layoffs mm-hmm. and you know they're trying to fight. That, well, to stay alive, they're going to have to lay people off, and then they're going to have to build from the ground up again. And I don't think as people on the outside looking in. I don't think they really look at that, and that has to be a thing that has to be brought to the forefront by people like us who have, well, right now, you know, we have a little platform, and we are definitely going to get bigger, and this will be things that we will consistently touch on, because if you're a part of the culture, you have to protect it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have yeah, to kind of protect the people about, like, don't... that's in this culture because without them, we wouldn't have a podcast. We wouldn't have nothing to talk about. Right. You see, you see what I'm saying? It comes full circle. And I did a lot of thinking about this when I was just like, man, that's really trash. Because it reminds me of like when the music industry was going through a lot of something. Yeah, I mean, honestly, man, it happens to every industry. Uh, I mean, hell, just last December, uh, episode nine, Star Wars episode nine got leaked onto the end. Like, Story details for that got leaked, you know? Yeah, just, with all this information, you know? like, people are just, they can't hold water. Like, you have the tech to do it, but that doesn't mean you should always do it. Like, oh, if I, because, come on, I'm one of the main people, like, I can travel throughout the 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 internet all day. Like, I, I streams, everything. Like, I can find anything that I want to find on the internet. But should you share it or should you, you know spoil things for other people i don't think so like no. people they're just so quick to want to talk about something they so quick to want to be the the first person to oh hey i saw the last of us 2 reveal blah 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 i saw it on reddit yeah, blah, blah, you know what's it. even crazier too i've been hearing that uh some actual news sites i'm not going to say names but some news sites have actually published articles with story details in them you know which is nuts to me you know it's like why would you contribute to that kind of culture you know that that terrible culture that is the leak leak culture as i, as I like to call it anyway um mm-hmm. you know because the one thing you know i i personally even if i were to have something in the game spoiled i'm still going to play it um i try to avoid spoilers on stuff i really don't want to be spoiled on um which is why i've kind of been very careful about traversing the internet lately ever since this has happened and it sucks that i'm gonna have to do it all the way until june 19th because it's gonna be one day where I'm gonna something's gonna get retweeted, some meme or something with a a story beat or some shit. You know, it's like it's almost no getting away from it. And it sucks, man. Especially uh, streaming, like it's almost impossible to not have things spoiled. But you know, man, just like this, you know, don't be that guy. 
Don't be that guy or girl. Try not you know? to participate in that, man. Because you got to think. Think of it like this. If someone, like, came to your job and basically, you know, took your laptop or pretty much messed up your means of making money and feeding your yeah. family. Yeah. Like you you got to look at it from a human point of view. Like, man, people spend so much time making the games that we love, you know. And it's crazy that, you know, I think people don't, they always look at it and they don't look at it for what it's worth. Like, they just like, oh, it, well, it's just a game or whatever. Like, no, dude, like these yeah. games, this is not just a game. You spend like, your people, life, you spend seven years of your life working Assassin's on Creed, 15 <laughs> studios. Yeah. Think about it. And now, it's like a various studios, sizes. You and, leak you know, Assassin's Creed. There's 15 studios of people, right? That put in work into that game, and if the sales slump, then hey, somebody gotta, you know, come up off them ducats. Like, somebody gotta go, man. Yeah, you gotta get up out of there. And no, then we... the studio fold, and guess what? No more Assassin's Creed. Now you know. <laughs> now us people, as consumers, oh, we're guys, mad. Hey, well, why ain't no new Assassin's Creed? When are you guys, when are you guys gonna release years? Assassin's Creed? Japan? No, because you killed the studio, stupid. Right. <laughs> So with that this, being said, take care, man. Think? Take take people's feelings into into um, consideration, man. Because I mean, I follow the creative director of uh, Naughty Dog, uh, Neil Druckmann, on Twitter, and he was talking about it. He seemed he seemed like he was genuinely upset, man. But he still wanted, you know, he's like, I'm still excited for, sure. for people to play the game, man. Like for sure. You know, I can and imagine being think, in his position, honestly. Um, what do you think the outcome will be? Like honestly, what do you think will I think the game's still going to sell incredibly well. Um, I I think there might be a slight uh, dip in sales, but not nothing that will hurt that studio. I mean, because you know, even with Some something like this just happening, finish it, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to think about it, right? Like Naughty Dog is one of the premier studios in the world. Like they they are the cool kids on the block, if you will. Um, right. So I don't I don't expect the game to take a massive hit in terms of sales. Now, what I think will be interesting is how the game is received. Um, right, right. How do people take it? Even with the spoilers out there, I know there are people who aren't going to have the game spoiled, but some people were uh, very upset with some of the story. I guess that was revealed. I'm not going to say what, because I, I, obviously I don't know. And once again, guys, we're not going to spoil anything, so you don't have to worry about us accidentally slipping up and saying something, but... Um, I think that's going to be a real big point of contention um, because, you know, one thing I've I've noticed about pop culture in general over the over the last couple of years is, you know, people are so protective and passionate about something that they love that sometimes it turns into hate without them even realizing it. Um, and one of my biggest examples of that is the Star Wars community. Um, the Star Wars community has some of the best and worst fans on Earth. Um, yeah <laughs> i mean like some people are nuts when it comes to star wars and i mean because you know even when episode nine really uh before it released you know there was this debate on will it live up to the hype will it live up to the hype you know as long as your personal standards aren't changed by other people's opinions you know just enjoy it for whatever the fuck is it's gonna be man like you know even if i don't enjoy last of us 2 i'm not gonna regret buying it um, because I like the first because it's so part much. of the story. Yeah, it's part of the story. Like, and that's what I like about single player games in that aspect. Like, if you bring me into the story, if you have a really awesome story, 
it's just like, hey, man, I got to finish it no matter right. like, you know, what the outcome is. You don't have to like it, but I know there's a lot of people out there like, hey, people say it's bad, blah, 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 whatever, right. but I have to finish this story. You know, and, and, I, I and think, honestly, I think storytelling in games is in such a very, it's in a very interesting place where I think, excuse me, uh, I think over the last couple of years, it's really taken a step forward to what I think, you know, some games out there can rival movies in, in the stories that they tell and the emotions they make you feel. And, you know, and games have that, that extra, uh, you know, oomph to them where you 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 can and you're interacting with these characters instead of just watching them so you know there's times in in the last of us where you know i got incredibly emotional playing the game like just seeing the stuff that these people the amount of work that these teams and stuff put into this stuff man it just breaks my heart seeing shit like this happen um it happens every couple of years there's always one big game that gets leaked um and it sucks so, you know, I, like I said, I don't think the sales are going to be affected. I, I mean, you can pre-order the game right now on PlayStation Store. Um, I think it's going to still sell really well. I think the true fans, the people who aren't those those bad apples are going to enjoy it. Whether, you know, they're going to play it and they're going to enjoy it. So, um, that's pretty much how I feel about it, man. Don't leak shit. Don't. Yeah, don't man, you got to think, man. Hey, you gotta protect the culture that you're a part of, man. So yeah, man, don't bring you know, the industry down, man. Mind. Like everybody, everybody wins in in scenarios like that. You know, nobody wins when you when you leak and 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 be that person. So don't be, um, because we don't want you be around. A, don't be a boo boo bag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. So yeah, let's move on to the next topic, man. Uh, this is something that I thought was uh very very interesting for a few reasons. My docket master um, closed. What the hell? Oh, my laptop went off. Great. <laughs> You're good, man. Um, <laughs> Great. So for those of you who don't know who Jeff Keeley is, he, uh, he's been in the industry for a very, very long time. Um, he hosts the Video Game Awards every year. And up until he announced in the summer, he was working with E3 for a very long time. So uh, he's a very well-known figure, a re respected figure in the games industry. And yesterday he announced what he is calling the Summer Game Fest, which is a four-month-long all-digital event. Four months. Yeah, so it's going to run four. from May until August. Um, it's basically what he is calling it an all-digital consumer-focused celebration of video games. Jesus, um, man. That's to quote exactly what he what he said. Um, I thought this was fucking awesome um, just to see – um, all the companies, all the game companies and stuff come together to work with him to, once again, show you their stuff, you know, because we don't have E3 anymore, right? So, Oh, man, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, yeah honestly, I think this was a response to things going on in the world. And no, not only not only no E3 this year, but just over the years, how E3 seemed to kind of be waning in popularity. You know, that was one of the first things we talked about on the podcast was, you know, the future of E3. Um, I think this has the potential to change the landscape of events. And, you know, like we were talking about with Assassin's Creed, you know, I would love to see some companies take a very interesting or, you know, uh, take a different path to revealing stuff than just showing us a trailer and telling us when it's going to come out, you know. Um, I think this is going to be really cool. I mean, you have everybody from Sony, Microsoft, EA, 
Um, let's see who's on this list here. I have so far Square Enix, Digital Extreme, CG Project Red, Blizzard. You know, a lot of big, big companies it's are going to be heavy hitters, man. Yeah, they're going to be participating in this. Um, and some heavy hitters. I believe he said there's more to come. So, you know, we might get some more surprise announcements, you know. Um, and, you know, Keeley, he's worked very closely with Phil Spencer, uh, the head of Xbox. Um, you know, the Xbox Series X was actually first revealed during the Video Game Awards last last December. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm curious what kind of relationship they're going to have uh, going forward with the Summerfest or what Microsoft might have planned if they're going to do something in tandem with Summerfest with this. Um, Let me ask you something. Will, will, do you think this will benefit... Um, and I'm always in support of the indie side of the gaming industry. You think I'm this actually would be glad that you could, said so. Um, yes, I would do. Would that be something um, that can benefit the? Yeah, and the reason why it's it's like actually good that you asked that um, because I did forget to mention that they're doing something with indie studios. Uh, let's see here in the article. Um, additionally, playable demos and game trials will be available for a limited. I'm on PC, Xbox, and other platforms. You know, that's probably PlayStation 5 and Switch, maybe. Um, and, and a whole bunch of these will appear as part of Valve's previously announced Steam Game Festival, the Summer Edition. So basically, for those of you who don't know what the Steam Game Festival is, it's them, uh, you know, them and a lot of indie studios are going to have a basically what's going to be a list on Steam of games you can download, like demos and stuff. Um yeah. You know, which I think is really huge. I mean, Steam has like millions, tens of millions of active users every day. So um, I think that's a, definitely a win. And it's super important to show off indie games, man. Um, yeah. You know, I, they don't I always have the marketing budgets of these big triple, quadruple A studios. So um, I hope I to see that's more. That's something man. I want to dive more into, me personally. Um, man, there's so many good indie I, games out, bro. My goodness. Yeah, I, I just download a lot <laughs> of stuff and it's like, Right now, I'm in a weird place with gaming because I'm just trying to. I really want to just jump out of my my norm yeah. of what I play. I understand that. So, yeah, I'm the, I've been doing the same, man. I have myself. Um, as a matter of fact, one game I've been playing um, that I think everyone should check out is called Risk of Rain Two. Um, it's in early access on uh, on Steam right now. I believe it's an indie studio. I don't, I'm not too familiar with the studio, but. Um, it's super cool, man. It's like twenty bucks, and the game is phenomenal. It's fun as hell, man. Um, but yeah, man. You know, I'm just really. Do you think that let's say Winnie's this is in the chat? What's up, Winnie? Yeah, what's going on, Winnie? How you doing, man? Um, but for for those, so let's say this is a smashing success, right? Let's say this 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 blows up over the next couple of months, which I think it will. Um, what do you think is gonna happen to E3 next year? Well, I'm glad that you asked, Mr. Artist, because um <laughs> yeah, this when you first when we first, you know, started doing research on that topic, my whole thought process circulated around what the hell is going to happen to E3 and why didn't they think of this first? That was my first thought. Now, mm. I man, I I'm going to be that guy because I love being that guy. All right. So I think E3 is in a tight spot. I think they need yeah. to get it together and figure out a game plan to keep E3, quote unquote, alive. At this point, That's a very we all statement. know that 
we all know that E3 is in a very shaky spot. Let's just act like, you know, we know this. We we know all the articles, all the everything, the press. I mean, and, and you I have studios them. or companies, you know, it seems like more and more every year saying they're not going to, you know, have whole press conferences. Yeah, like, or, you know, but E3 is like history, you know? Yeah. So I would think they would do what's in their best interest to try to fight this unless they just really don't care. Like, you know what? We're just going to cut I, our losses and let it go. But I would hope that's not the case. No, I don't think they're going to, after just one year, I don't think they're just going to shut, shut the doors on E3 forever. Maybe they um, need some time to think. I think they're going to, I think we're definitely going to have an E3 next year. Uh, I think E3 2021 is going to happen. Uh, bearing any unforeseen circumstances, of course. Um, in some capacity, I believe we will have a, a E3 um, what that's going to look like. I mean, they were talking about a couple. I mean, like when they announced that E3 was canceled, they were talking about doing a digital event. I don't know if this was something similar to that they were thinking or not. Um, but, I mean, yeah, man, I think this puts, I mean, not only just them, but I think this put the entire convention con industry on notice, essentially. Um, I mean, because, you know, Comic-Con has been canceled. uh Gamescom has been recently canceled. There's there's a lot of industry events that have been either moved or completely just wiped off the calendar. Um, and I think, you know, Jeff is in the perfect position to have something. I mean, because people have been starving, like literally starving for game information, especially these last two months when it's been relatively quiet outside of right. a few releases like Final Fantasy, Gears Tactics, Street to Raid. You know, there's a couple of uh big games that came out over the last couple of months but now that we're moving into a new console generation people want to know what's up so um i think we're gonna have a lot of studios that are gonna try to put their best foot forward you know like i said ubisoft is always one of the first ones out there uh showing off their games you know um and i just thought of this actually uh i would love to see what it, what they're gonna do with the uh rainbow six quarantine i bet you a hundred dollars it's not gonna be called that anymore Bet you hundred dollars. Oh, it won't be called yeah. quarantine they, anymore. It was called that. Uh huh. <laughs> wow. I, I bet yeah. you they're gonna change the name. Um, I don't think we're gonna see it anytime soon. Like actually being released, we might get a maybe a snippet or something, maybe. But I don't. I, I you know I wouldn't be surprised if it. I mean, even if it never hits the light of day, I wouldn't be surprised given the current world circumstances. You know, de dealing with COVID and stuff. So. Yeah, being uh, being a little sensitive to the situation. Yeah, I can see that. Marketing one hundred and one. Yeah, I can see. I can Marketing one hundred and one. Changing, man. man. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be called quarantine. Um, so four months. We're getting now. How is this four months going to be broken up? Every um, week they haven't really. They haven't really given forward? a whole bunch of details on exactly how they're gonna structure stuff or what you know. I'm gonna. I would. Well, if like I had to guess, thing. right? If I had to guess. Because he did say that these events are going to be streamed uh, pretty much everywhere. You know, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Mixer, anywhere you could probably stream is going to be there. Um, I bet I wouldn't be surprised if they do it like episodic, you know, like they'll be like, OK, you know, this is the May, May Summer Games Fest stream. And then, you know, maybe they'll have a couple of different events broken outside of the main one uh, for that month. Like maybe they're going to do four big streams and then a couple of smaller ones with some you know, articles here and there, because they're, you know, they're going to be doing a lot according to what he's saying. So you're saying we could be a part of this? Hmm. I mean, there's certainly going to be a lot to discuss. 
Uh, I'm very excited for this. Uh, the season of games, as I like to call it, is uh, oh y'all just giving us content, baby. We here. Yeah. We here um, for I got some actually some pretty interesting ideas about how I want to kind of uh talk about some of this stuff. How I want to structure things, but yeah. yeah, there's a website actually for the summer games fest. I'm looking at it right now. Um, there's nothing on it, but I mean the logo is pretty cool. I mean it just says get notified when live. So they haven't really said much you know hopefully we'll find out more information over the next couple of weeks a week or two um because it's supposed to start in may so i imagine maybe after the xbox show next week we'll probably hear more about the summer games fest but either way super excited man who who wouldn't be excited for video games guys i mean come on you know well yeah this is gonna further um this is gonna further boost things and i think it's a perfect time for this to happen with in conjunction with the new game systems coming out at the end, excuse me, at the end of the year. Yeah. So we get this gaming news, we get these four months of gaming, whatever that's going to include. Whatever it's going to look like, right. right after right. that, you have a couple of months to kind of soak it all in, then bam, you get hit with um, the new consoles. If they stay on schedule, um, I think they're still... I honestly the think year, right? it's more... Re- I, I honestly think... Whenever they're gonna come out, they're gonna come out. I think it's just gonna be shortages. That's that's just what I think is gonna happen. Um, Xbox yeah. has, um, they said everything so far is on schedule, but you know, obviously that's subject to change. Um, which, actually, uh, I have a question: Do you think we get a release date next week for the Series X? Well, well, man, with the way Xbox is moving, yes. I, when I think, do you think when yes. do you think it's gonna release? Because traditionally, company you know consoles have released in the end fall, of November. like October, November. You think it's gonna be November? I think. So. I think it's gonna be end of November. I think they're gonna because they kind of want it to where it's gonna fall within the the season, the, the, yeah. the Christmas season. I think it's gonna be early November, like before Black Friday. Um, I don't think they obviously don't expect any Black Friday like deals on a new system because um, they never do that. Um, but I really, you know, if we get a release date, I'm going to say like second week of November, like the week before Thanksgiving, I think. Um, I think when, when that's when we'll start seeing the consoles or when they'll be released personally. Um, but, you know, yeah, man, this is like I said, man, you know, this not a bad thing. You know, more events can only be good for for the industry in general, and I'm super excited to see what some companies show. Please, WB, let me see the Harry Potter game, please. And, and, and PlayStation, PlayStation, listen to me. Don't come in there talking I, about know, we got a reveal and it's going to be another controller. Honestly, man, I think PlayStation, gonna, whenever they do come out swinging, I think they're going to come out swinging hard. I do. You, whenever they that is. They're going to catch up if they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, right. I'm just saying, man. Look, stay off my Twitter page because I know y'all PS folks. Y'all, they quick to jump in my mentions. Too, people, people are very passionate anything. about the system they love. Man. Yeah, you like, know that's, what? That's all you I'm gonna what? say. I'm just... I used to hate it, but now I kind of love it, and I understand. They're like, passionate, man. I get it. Yeah, people are just I get passionate. It. It's like sports. PlayStation you know? people, I love you now. Yeah. I used to hate you, but now you're my. Everyone friend. has their home console, their home team that they, you know, they'll fight tooth and nail for, which is nothing wrong with that, you know. So. Because that means at the end of the day, we all win it. Because it's like if you're passionate about your system, man, mm-hmm. hey, you know, just support your system. If you're going to be passionate about it, hey, through the ups and downs, man, don't be, you know, don't be that guy. Like, you know, stay don't be passionate. Toxic, like, man. Don't be, don't yeah, be that person, man. man. Hey, man. 
Don't it's gonna be that guy. Hey, man, we all love games. That's that's what matters, right? Um, and speaking right. of games, we had two uh, pretty big releases this week. Two hot takes, um, real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we had uh, Streets of Rage four and Gears Tactics release this week. Uh, DC, you play Streets of Rage? I um, dabbled in a little bit of everything. What do you? What did you yes. think about it? Because um, you you said you you've played the other the first three. Yeah, I beat the game eight times already. That's how much I've been playing. Oh, okay. it. But, um, wow. Speed no, running. I beat it. No, I beat it. <laughs> I beat it yesterday because I took a little vacation from games to get my life together. Took a little and sabbatical. So just, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um. You know, guys do that. You know, be responsible. Know when to step away from the game. And you know, we're grown. Well, I'm grown. I'm grown as hell. So I have to step <laughs> away sometimes. But to the game. Uh, Streets of Rage Four is a trip down memory lane for me takes me back man me my brothers i mean yeah. i said my brothers my brother and my cousins we used to play the first two like every day we we used to beat it it was weird like we could literally beat that game every day it never got boring like but four man they didn't let me down man they they really stuck their big toe into this one man like they I've didn't have step at all i've heard good things um, about it um except one, one thing, thing <laughs> One thing, I'm not going to lie, I didn't too much care for uh, the villains, the last boss. Okay, so was it... They wasn't bad, but it just was like... So uh, so do like, Streets of Rage games have stories? Like, I remember playing Streets of Rage as a kid, they like They have arcades. small stories. It's, okay. like, it's nothing to really... It's not a deep, indulged, well-thought-out story. It's very simplistic story of good good guy versus bad guy. Gotcha. You know okay. what I'm saying? Gotcha. So and don't go into it looking for this deep storyline. Like, that's not it. That's not Streets of Rage. That's not what it was yeah. back in the day either. It was a simple, you, you're the good guys, you beat up the bad guys and stop them from doing whatever the hell bad guys want to do. But <laughs> I feel like these villains, and like I don't want to spoil it, and I won't up. spoil it for you guys, but when you see it, it's just like who the villains are. And it's just like, I, th I think they could have been a little more creative in that aspect. That's all I'm going to say about that. But the game, what really got me, the game was at an A-plus for me. All right? The oh. game was great. But I had That's to knock praise. it down, man. I had to knock it down to from an A-plus to an A for the simple fact. And I wrote these guys on Twitter, and we're still going to talk because I'm not <laughs> done. But Constructive criticism. I they, know. Yeah. It, no, it's always constructive. Like, I always try to make it seem like I'm an asshole. But on Twitter, with them, I'm very nice. I'm like, hey, why didn't y'all do this? And what I'm talking about <laughs> is it's only two-player co-op online. It should have been four players, man. Yeah. That's, that's one on, of the biggest things man. I've heard people say. I don't understand the – you know, I wonder if there's some sort of technical reason behind it, but you know, what could that be? Because they have four player locals, so, so how could it be? Yeah. It couldn't necessarily, at least in my mind. You know, I don't know. I'm not. I don't work for a studio it? or anything, but I want you know. them to answer me because I'm going to be on Twitter today. We're going to talk. <laughs> I'm just, you them. know, I'm always been curious why some some games do that, um, and I think it's even more paramount that they change it considering people aren't supposed to be gathering together anyway right um, and you're gonna make it a four-player local you know game. so I, I mean maybe you could play with your you know family if you have a family of four you all could play but, yeah that's true with your kids or you, you know, know at least make it and i'm not saying like take away local but 
you know, make it a compliment to online, you know, because most people play online yes, nowadays. Yes, because that you know? will definitely, I guarantee you, hell, you'll probably even get more sales if you make it four player. I'm sure, but, like I said, man, hopefully they'll change it. What I thought was cool, it. It, was, it is on Game Pass, so if you have Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. But I know the game is also on every other system, too, so go yeah, enjoy it's on PC. There. Well, no, I don't think it's on consoles yet. I don't think it's on Xbox yet. Well, no, I'm thinking about the next game. I'm sorry. I'm you, you're thinking about Gears. Yeah, um, yeah I'm sorry. But, yeah, and I would like to say um, I had a fine time playing with our friend in the chat here, Mr. Mr. ATL underscore Darkstar. Dark we played it yesterday. And, awesome. and you guys be, yeah, I mean... It, what was and it like a couple of levels like six or seven favorite i guess like the traditional boss, favorite boss battle man the commissioner man that's all i'm gonna say because <laughs> i don't want to spoil anything the commissioner he sounds the like commissioner, a character aka the commish bro that's what we're calling him it's 12 yeah, levels he, oh, okay cool yes and, and dark star he know about the commission what he does to desk that's all I'm going to say. Right? <laughs> no spoilers here, guys. Just go. That's if you funny. just want to take a little fun little trip down memory lane, if you're an older gamer such as myself, you know, and you played the original 1, 2, and 3, I'm going to be real with you, man. I'm not a big fan of 3. Even though Darkstar will argue me down about this, I'm not a big fan of 3. <laughs> What's your favorite the one? The music. Oh, uh, man, come on, man. 2. Two's a Who's classic, man. 2 is a cult uh -huh. classic. Anyone who plays Streets of Rage know 2 is the best one. But let me get to the music real quick. Um, Streets of Rage is really known for its integration. It was like one of the first game games to kind of get that hip-hop kind of flavor into it with yeah. the music. And the music on this game is – it gets a thumbs up. It's good. I can't give the game a A and then trash the music. So with that being said, the the music on point, uh, Dark Star called it out. There's one stage, uh, like I said, I'm trying to keep it really spoiler free. There's one stage, um, the music from there, from that stage to I would say about the end, the music really turns up. And I really enjoyed it. And I'm so weird, like this is how weird I am, because I didn't want to spoil it for myself. Right. So I was watching streamers play it. But I turned up the volume, but I wouldn't look at the screen. Like, I turned the tab off because I just wanted to hear the music. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and I was like, okay, I'm messing with it. The music is great. The game – and they have a com – it's a little bit of combos in the way that you can juggle the enemies back and forth. You couldn't do that on the original one. The, oh, the so they kind of expanded the combat three. a little bit. That's cool. Yeah, so there's, like, a somewhat of a, com a um, combo system, like – um, me and Darkstar, like, I'll be punching someone, and you can, like, um, punch them, and then the other person can punch them, and then, you basically, like, like there's juggling them in there. <laughs> yeah, there's... Beating them we, up mid-air. That's horrible. Oh, my goodness. And we're going to play the, the, the super hard level probably today, because you have to beat the game, and then it unlock, like, the super... Oh, no, uh, like, like a harder hard. difficulty or something? Yeah, oh. it's like the ultimate hard uh, level. I forgot exactly Man, what I wish it's game, called. You know, I wish games still did that nowadays, make the hardest version un um, unlockable. And there's another thing that I don't want to I don't want to spoil it for people, but there's ways to get to uh, secret bosses from the old game. And that was fun, too, to see the old bosses, and they're in their old pixelated forms. Oh, so that's really funny. cool. Holy cow. 
you can unlock certain things. I would say, like I said, no spoilers, but there's things that you can unlock, and there's uh, it's a couple of trips down memory lane just uh, stuffed into the game that I think was well executed how they put it in there. And I wonder if it's going to get like DLC because it deserves it. It's a good game. It I might. I mean, it seems like people it. seems like people are pretty high on it. So, um, I mean. It sounds like a fun game. I, I probably should download it, but I wasn't super interested in it. I'll um, play it with you, man. It's it's just it's 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 simple. It's like a simple just, be, you know, side-scrolling beat 'em up. You know, you can't go yeah. wrong with those, man. Yeah, man. And I grew up on those from Golden Axe to Streets of Rage to Ninja Turtles to what a classic. Uh, Double goodness. Dragon. Uh, what was it? What was the other one on Nintendo? Yeah, I'm showing my age. Nintendo. It was City Ransom. Ransom City, something like that. I'm, yeah, they did an amazing yeah. job, Dark Star. Yeah, man, I, be, I believe so. I mean, it. The it's, art is cool. Like everything is cool, man. The art. Yeah. The, the the fighting system, the little bitty little quirks that they added to it, to it makes it so much better. Like even the the fighting and the way that you fight, the special your special move set. Now you have, like, I want to say it's like two different specials you can use and. Yeah, nice. and the boss battles are really, really. It's nice. really, really funny because I, I want to say stuff, but I don't want to. No, no, spoilers, we were laughing my dude. so hard at some of the boss battles. Maybe, no, maybe we'll go back and talk about it in a couple of weeks after people have played it a little more. Um, let's, let's just say it was some ass slapping action. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm done. I'm well, done. That's, well, then, that's, uh, well. I got to play a little bit of gears and yes i'm that working, was the other on, game that came I'm out working this week. on getting a new computer because i got into gears a little bit and my computer cut off like literally my computer <laughs> cut off. i tried to turn down all my settings and i was going through Your like computer a just freaked tutorial. out hey darius when i tell you my computer it wasn't a freak out it shut off Nice, like man. it cut off. I was like, "Well, wow, okay. well, we're gonna we're gonna work on getting you a new computer, man." But uh, oh no, it's coming, guys. Yeah, it's but yeah, we it's had a uh, gears release this week. I haven't had a chance to play it myself. Um, I've been, I've watched a lot of videos and some streams on it. It looks super fun. Um, if you guys are into RTS games or if you don't know what Gears Tactics is, um, it's a real time strategy in the same vein of, of XCOM. Um, and all the reviews I've seen. It, it seems like it's being mostly received positively. Um, I've, I've never played a XCOM game, but I used to play a lot of RTSs when I was much younger. Um, Command and Conquer was like my big thing back in the day, um, specifically Red Alert and Command and Conquer Generals. Oh, you yeah, you were into that. I remember we had a discussion about oh, that. Man, I was super heavy into Command and Conquer, bro. Um, and from what I've seen and heard from this game, it's a little bit more faster paced than your traditional XCOM RTS games. Um, and I think that's a good thing because it kind of fits the... The one thing I really like about Gears Tactics that I've seen is they're incredibly faithful to the Gears universe. Um, I'm a big Gears of War fan. I've played all the games except I think one. I think it was Judgment, I think, was the only one I didn't play. Um, but I, I love all of them too. Yeah, yeah I love the lore. Years. I love the story, man. I love the characters. Um, and I think it's really cool how they implemented certain gameplay features into tactics. Um, 
one of my favorite things I've seen them do was how they use uh, the emergence holes. So there's like these big craters in the ground for those who don't know what gears. There's these big craters yeah. in the ground that open up and the enemies will come out and they have the potential to spawn behind you. Um, so there's, you know, it's, it's really cool that you, you know, you kind of have to, you're overseeing the battlefield and you're trying to manage your people and try to get them to maneuver to attack enemies. Um, you can also chainsaw them with your gun, which is a big staple in gears, which I thought was cool. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm definitely going to, like I said, when I get a little extra time to play, um, I'm definitely yeah. going to try to check it out this week. Um, and I'll report it's a back. feature that they added too. There was a feature that I would like to softly touch on from the few seconds I was able to play, <laughs> but it was um, I think what was it called? Zone Overwatch. I think that was a good. Oh yeah, that that I thought was pretty cool too. You can have your man cover a certain area, so if the enemy moves in that area, your your player will automatically kind of attack that person. Without yeah, you kind of yeah. designating him to do so, I thought that was a really cool feature too, and I believe the enemies can do it as well. Um, yeah, they can. Which kind of, you know, once again, it kind of helps you kind of try to figure out what you want to do, how you want to maneuver. Um, there is a story. I believe this game is a prequel to the first game, if I'm remembering right. Um, and there's an actual like story and characters and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to trying it out, man. Something out of, a little outside my wheelhouse. I haven't played RTS in God knows how long. Let um, me tell you something. But I'm That's super definitely not my bag because I I saw someone playing XCOM and I got excited. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, this looks fun! Like this is something new. I never, wow, I never played a game like this." So I go download Part Two, XCOM Two. I'm still stuck on the second level. Like, I, it's definitely not your. It's, it's definitely not your typical. I kind of. I kind of. I would relate it more closely to chess or a board game than a traditional, like a like a traditional video game. You know, like a traditional action, third person action well, game. I'm trying to, but you know, yeah, I'm trying to get into more games that push the uh, push my envelope of thinking. Yeah. Like, you know, absolutely, man. Sit um, there. I I want to play at least get into one of those kind of games that put, really makes you think, man. Yeah. Like, so I'm all for it. I want to see where they take gears because right now like from what i see everyone is enjoying the game like yeah it's a, yeah like i said it, so. everyone everyone really likes it man it's on game pass and i think it's on steam and the epic store um no console release yet but i'm sure that's that'll be coming down the pipeline sooner rather than later for xbox mm -hmm. um you know so if you got game pass guys like check it out man like game pass is like, once again such an incredible deal it's getting better um it's i'm not sponsored but i you know game pass just get it while it's the price it is now because i imagine it's going to go up in the future if they keep adding the amazing games they are yeah um, i think they're going to turn up with the new console too 100%, i think that yeah. i think uh the game pass is probably going to be the place that holds all of the xbox one x games oh they are they've already they've already been doing that um, mm -hmm. they released Forza uh, Horizon 3 same day on, on Game Pass. It came out same day. Um, the same day it released, it was on Game Pass for free. So, yeah, man. Um, I think that's a good place to stop, man. When we uh, we had a lot of good conversations today, man. I think this was a very good podcast. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for showing up in the chat. If you're here, if you guys are listening to the audio only version. We do do this show every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash Darius the Artist. Um, and we just, I mean, you know, hey, man, we love talking about everything here. Um, I would love to 
maybe start trying to mix in uh, some pop culture stuff maybe, but I kind of like the length the episodes are now uh, that we're recording. Um, it's a little bit more yeah, manageable to edit and stuff. Um, so, I, you know, I kind of like the 45 minutes to the hour mark, and I kind of feel like people don't listen past an hour I was on about most to podcasts. Say so. I was about to say, yeah, to listen to someone talk, you yeah. know, I think our a good healthy hour is good enough, man. Yeah, like, I think that's a pretty sweet spot, man. Um, but yeah, uh, once again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. This is going to be the end of the episode, man. You can find me once again on twitch.tv slash Darius the Artist. And on Twitter, you can find me at uh, twitter.com slash Darius on Twitch. Um, that's going to be the end of the episode, man. DC, where can the good people find you, man? Hey man, one LDC on everything now. That's where you're gonna find me. You'll see me definitely on Twitter all the time, talking about the good old gaming industry and what I'm doing for today. And uh, matter of fact, I'm going on over the streets of rage on Twitter. We're gonna have a little talk there, buddy. <laughs> Continue and, um, the conversation there. Yeah. And what I would like people to know is, hey, if you want to see my man Darius the artist um, stream, you know, just have a seat. Don't be so quick to leave. You know. Yeah, Come guys. Uh, yeah, we're gonna Play get some into games. some games after this, man. Uh, but I'm gonna go ahead Play and cut the audio here, man. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 12 of Super Wars awesome right. Podcast, and we will see y'all later, man. Peace. Peace.